0: Hey, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Glenn, what was the top story today?
1: Top story today is a story that I don't think anybody is really talking about. It's about Mackenzie Adams. Uh, and it's a story I heard this morning and I, it won't leave me alone.
2: All right. Stu? Not enough people talking about that story. Too many people talking about my story. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I think it's interesting to look at what is happening with her, why it's happening and what the risks are.
0: All right. Jason?
3: Um, consider these numbers really quick. Uh, th- past three years, around 300 victims of terror attacks in France alone, just in the past three years. And these are separate attacks. And again, yesterday afternoon.
0: All right. Uh, obviously, got a lot to get into. Before we do that, want to thank our sponsor, Brick House. Uh, before we started this lovely show, Jason. Offered me this broccoli and cauliflower that we have sitting on the table because he knows how much
3: I love vegetables. Have you seen anything anything well less appetizing? I guess. I I love moss. You should not eat moss.
1: But I think that moss. This looks like cauliflower. This I don't know what it looks like. A green brain. You don't want to eat this stuff.
0: I mean, I do, but nobody else seems to oh. want to eat it. Uh, that's where Brick House comes in handy, because they have their product, Field of Greens, which is uh, it's organic fruits and vegetables in it powdered form. Had this morning.
3: Yes. Delicious. Yeah,
0: and just, it's, it's real food.
1: Yeah, I just put it in a smoothie, make a little smoothie. Uh, my wife's uh, expert smoothie maker. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she just uh, makes, you know, that's all ah, so I'm having for breakfast. I'm like, good. Well, I'll have one of those, and I'm having breakfast. So anyway, <laughs> just make a quick smoothie. You pour that, you pour it in, uh, and you mix it up. And you, you I, at least I can't taste it, or make, maybe it makes it taste better. I don't know, but I can't taste anything. that tastes like stuff you're supposed to eat, and it's
0: great. <laughs> yeah, no, and it tastes great in water, too. I've had it in water, and it tastes amazing in water. Uh, one scoop is one full serving of fruits and vegetables, you need this in your life, men. Go to uh, what is it? BrickhouseBlaze.com. Use promo code Greens, uh, or you can use, or you can text it to four one four one one for fifteen uh, percent off of your first order.
2: I appreciated the uh, sexist addition to that particular commercial. Yeah, content. you need these. That's nice. Yeah, thank yeah. you.
0: Uh, okay, let me do a, a quick poll. Quick poll at the table. Um, men here, which one of you like eating vegetables?
1: Oh, I would love it! Don't you love it? No you eating, them, it.
0: not Brickhouse.
1: Oh no, I love it! Don't you love it? I love, your I love it. I love it. He loves it too. We Sexism. all love it. Sexism.
3: Sexist. Absolutely love it. Liars. Yeah. <laughs> You're all, liars.
1: Okay. Glad. all right, Glenn. All right, and tell me if anybody remembers this. We we haven't solved anything. We are going back. To the 1950s, just with a different car. Alabama, little girl, she's she's nine. She befriends a kid of another color, and they're at school together. They play together. Uh, the mom and dad of the little boy. Um, pick this little girl up every day, take her to school. When they don't do that, if they miss something, then she rides the bus. When she's on the bus, they're constantly saying, you're a sellout, why are you with this person? Don't you realize what color they are? Uh, and it's, it's a horror show. But you expect that in Alabama, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what we're all supposed to believe, that Alabama is this deep, racist place. And it is, apparently, um, except this story is not about a white boy or a white girl befriending a black. It's a nine-year-old black girl who befriended a white kid. And everyone told her, you're ugly, you're black, why are you suppo- Why are you doing this? You shouldn't be with a white person. It wasn't white people saying that, it was black kids saying that to her. To the point to where she killed her herself. Oh my gosh. She's nine. Nine. How does that even happen? I haven't seen this story everywhere. This story, we're not fixing anything. We're making things worse. This story I would expect to happen in the reverse in the 1960s in Alabama. Maybe the 1970s, 80s. I'll be nice. 1995. But I've been in broadcast for 40-some years. I have not seen a story like this. Black on white, white on black, doesn't matter. I can't recall the last story since I got into radio in 1979, can't can't think of it. Can't think of it. What are we doing? I can think. I can tell you stories about racism. I can tell you about stories about you know whites killing blacks because of racism, blacks doing you know killing whites because of racism. Got it? Not children. Not children.
0: Yeah. Um, it, I mean, just the fact still that she could even comprehend killing herself is just, it's so it's troubling. The, it's
1: the one part of the story that is not in the story. And I so want to know, but I don't. Yeah. I don't want to know. I'm glad they didn't print it. But how does a nine-year-old do that?
2: I don't know, like even conceptually. Like I mean, I, you know, I, my son's seven. It's only two years away from nine. And I can't even imagine him being anywhere close to even thinking about something like that. Now, think of the parents... They tried to get help.
1: They, they went to the school over and over again and said, Mike Donner is being bullied because of this. Worse yet, think about our little white friend. What he's going to live with for the rest of his life that his best friend killed herself because she liked him.
0: Well, and also, I mean, I wonder how he's being treated if she's being treated by the other black kids as the, the way that she's being treated. How is, how is this white kid being treated?
1: I don't know. I, I, I called my wife today. I've never done this. And I said, I want to go to the funeral. I, I don't know if I can, but I, I, I want to go to the funeral. I, I, there's t- I'm going to talk about it on the air tomorrow. Um, there should be a scholarship um, set up. This, this, is a, this is an event that should have a town hall meeting nationwide. This event. And that town should not be yelling at each other. That town should be looking at each other, whites sitting next to blacks going, how does this happen? How does this happen?
2: This is not right. I mean, it really doesn't fit predetermined narratives, I would say. You know, and I don't think, I mean, because it's not, this has nothing to do with saying that black people in general did anything wrong, just like it shouldn't be about gun owners in general doing something wrong when there are murders. It's got nothing to do with that. But it is something about, it's, there's some soul searching to, to happen there. You know, that I think... We have been able to clear a lot of this horrible nonsense that has happened in our country in the globe's history for a long time when it comes to racism. I mean, you look back at polling uh, going back to the 60s and 50s of just interracial marriages of uh, how many people approved it. And I mean, we've gone from 70 and 80 percent disapproval rating on interracial marriages to like 2 percent. I mean, we have cleared out a lot of the nonsense that's associated with this, but we're, it still pops up too often. And we're building it now in the reverse direction.
1: Yeah, <laughs> We're going back, yeah. just in a different car. Yeah.
0: I mean, and it's not just when it comes to race. It's just the divide that we have in this country is so strong. I was reading another story about a little boy, he's 11, and he was being bullied so much Um, so extremely that his parents had to pull him out of school for a year because of his last name, and it wasn't Buttrell. (laughs) It It was Trump. His last name was Trump, and he was being bullied so much at his school when Donald Trump announced that he was running for president, that his parents had to pull him out of school. They figured that it would have died down, and they brought him back to school recently, and he is being bullied to the extreme. He said he does not want to live feeling like this anymore. They're calling him an idiot. They're, I mean, they're calling him all sorts of names because his last name is Trump. And obviously no relation.
2: Uh, unbelievable.
0: I mean, what are we teaching our children?
2: Uh, let me lighten this up a little bit uh, with um, a, a Star-Bellied Sneetches reference, um, one of my favorite books when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. If you remember this book, The Star-Bellied Sneeches, it was a Dr. Mm-hmm. Seuss book. And uh, the book is about uh, how ridiculous these things are, things like this. There's the Sneeches. they're two, like, yellow creatures, and, and half of them get stars on their belly, and then the other half... Decide to get stars on their belly to match to the other ones, but then they realize everyone now has stars on their bellies, and so they get them all removed. And it's just the ridiculous back and forth of like one group trying to catch up to the other group, and everyone in their own little tribes. And it you know shows just how for, in a children's book as only a children's book could shows how stupid racism and chasing after other people's you know uh, you know envy essentially mm-hmm. um, all, how, all those dumb how dumb those things are. Those are really childish. Silly, ridiculous notions. If you are, if you ever make a decision based on someone's skin color, you are a moron. Then I know that doesn't like. It's the very. It's very human. Uh, but it is something we should actually think of it as something a four-year-old might think to do. But when you are, and this, is, this goes both ways, because I think I think people do it to the positive, too. You're saying, oh, well, we should give all benefits to this group because of X, Y, or Z. You should not make decisions based on skin color. It's a really dumb way to make a decision. Um, as Glenn has said many times, there's a lot of real reasons to hate people, um, because you know, get to know them, and then you hate them. It's not just about their skin color. Well, and
0: you say, but you say maybe a four-year-old would do it. I don't even, I don't think a four-year-old would, because, I mean, I'm thinking to win my, my son was for. He didn't know, like, he didn't pay attention to people's no, skin care. colors. No you know cares. what I mean?
1: So, so look at, um, look at Crazy Rich,
2: rich agents. Okay, have you guys seen that movie? I have. Okay, I
1: have. notice the racism in that.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, if it's, if it's us three, the guys have seen it, and and, yeah. and Sarah hasn't. I'm going to be very
1: embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> so, I have not.
3: <laughs> have, you, have you seen it? No. Okay,
2: it's really good. Um,
1: did you notice the racism in it? All the reverse racism. There definitely is... Uh, yeah. I mean, so the family will not... You're not Chinese. Yeah. Even though she came from China, she was born, I think, in the United States or just moved when she was young, so she was raised in the United States. You're not really Chinese. You're not going to marry an American. All that stuff still happens. I mean, we know people... You know, We've worked with people who are are married into Asian families. They do not like it at all. And I, I think about... Uh, what the West brought to the table. What the West brought to the table was, were things like um, uh, South Pacific. Where we exposed that in 1950. And we looked at that and we said, that's not right. You shouldn't, you, you, there's no difference. It's just a cultural difference. You shouldn't, uh, you, we, we shouldn't be this way. And the song from South Pacific You have to be carefully taught. And the whole song is about hatred. You don't just, you're not born hating. You have to be taught they're different. They aren't like you. Be wary of them. And that's what we're doing. Yeah.
0: Uh, Before we get to the next topic, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be back. Before we get into Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ooh, I
2: want to thank our yeah. spice on
3: that one.
0: I want to thank our sponsor, My Patriot Supply. The world is crazy, and Ow. yes, the world is. Cra- Glenn Beck, no, it's- Mr. Doom and Gloom. The world is crazy. <laughs> you never know when you might need some. I sort told of to, to,
1: Should I say what I said to you this morning? We were talking off air. About what I'm the about probably to do? No, no not always yet. No, <laughs> I,
2: know, I don't remember what, your, what it was. Yeah,
1: well, I talk about it at the beginning of okay. uh, next year. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't think things are good, <laughs> and I'm about to make a a, a large. Move myself, and I would urge others to do the same. But okay. uh,
0: also, we would urge others to make sure to have at least a couple weeks of emergency food. Prepare, center. yeah, please. Uh, and I am not a prepper at all. I know, Stu, you're not a yeah, prepper either. But boat. you need a couple weeks worth, just in case. You never know when you need to jump in the car, get the totes of food, and go. And that's what my Patriots. Last time for. I felt
1: like this was 2007.
3: Oh, good. Nothing happened a year later. I would would call them.
0: With my Patriot Supply, you can get uh, right now two weeks' worth of breakfast, lunch, and dinners. That is a perfect emergency food supply. They come in these totes that are really convenient. You can move them very easily. $75. Yeah,
2: and I know that's the deal that they're doing now, too, but they can do anything. I mean, they've done – they can do up to an entire year at once. They can do just the go bag, which – you know, again, it depends on what your level is and how, and how much space you have. But like a go back is going to cover you for probably 75, 80% of emergencies. Two weeks is going to be like 90, 95% of emergencies. Yeah. Um, you know, you get to a month and three months and a year, you can get all the way as close to 999 as Glenn gets. Um, your whole house is basically. nine point nine. What's that point one? <laughs> that <you> guys- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to do six weeks of shows on that point one out.
0: But you can go to preparewithnews.com if you have not gotten it yet. Get it. It's there for when you need it because you don't know when you're going to need it. PrepareWithNews.com still. Good old AOC, What's she up to? You down with AOC? Yeah, I'm not.
2: Okay. Um, when she becomes president, you're going to want your My Patriot Supply. Um, it's only a few <laughs> years away. Um, so Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, there's an interesting exchange that went back and forth between a bunch of Washington sort of insiders uh, that I thought was interesting on Twitter yesterday. This is um, uh, Joshua Green. is a He's a writer. He wrote the book, um, one of the books that was heavily uh, sourced by Steve Bannon interviews. Um Kind of Bannon's, it was one of the first uh, Insider Trump mm-hmm. books that came out. But uh, he, he, uh, he writes, in two hours circulating through GOP gatherings at Trump Hotel this evening, the big preoccupation wasn't Trump, Pelosi, or Schumer, it was Ocasio Cortez. Mm-hmm. And of course, Ocasio Cortez says, Wow, I'm getting under their skin. She tweets, Good, make them sweat. Uh, but this kind of launched a bunch of people into trying to analyze why the GOP is so fascinating with Alexander Ocasio Cortez. Nate Silver, who I like, wrote a book called The Signal uh, and, the, and the Noise. I think he's more noise here than Signal, but this is what he said. He said, there's a lot of reasons Ocasio-Cortez drives certain Republicans crazy, foremost among them race and gender.
3: Oh, God. Oh, shut oh, up.
2: Man. I mean, he's better than this. I don't know why. I mean, this is a weak one. But he says, uh, there. Are, it's also quintessentially a New Yorker and D.C. political culture is formal and prudish when New York City is, isn't mostly those things. He kind of goes on to say, New York likes to troll. Here it is. Uh, put differently, New Yorkers are very good at trolling, and Washington has always been extreme tro- uh, troll vulnerability, which is a fun term. <laughs> um, it always makes for a mismatch, but more pronounced now, and we're in the golden age of trolling. We may need to move the Capitol back to Philly to keep it a fair fight. Obviously, with the huh. Eagles, it should be in Philly. That's a whole different story. Oh man, you imagine the um, capital? You'd get a snowball yeah. in the <laughs> You'd get an ice ball. Oh, us oh, Eagles yeah. fans would treat those politicians right. Oh, yeah, be um, great. But <laughs> I, I, Ocasio-Cortez is at some level of somewhat fascinating figure. Obviously, like, number one, her her victory was a monumental shock, right? Like, I mean, she should have had no right winning that race. She was a waitress six months before she won um, her, her role in Congress. And she defeated, not a Republican, no one knows who the Republican is. She defeated a, you know, a Democrat. It was very much Dave Bratt. Versus Eric Cantor. So it was it was a very it was a very surprising thing. And that's why I think she launched into, um, uh, you know, sort of the public eye. She's young. She's good looking. So I think that, you know, she she's TV friendly. Um, But I do think like one of the things that people tend to miss when it comes to why the GOP is fascinated with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is she is their dream opposition. She's someone who is a number one a socialist, right? An admitted socialist. How long have Republicans tried to paint Democrats as socialists with a lot of merit behind those claims? But it's not always believable. They, and they always deny it, right? Like the Democrats always say, no, we're not socialists. You're a racist for calling me a socialist. They always fight back about, about that. Republicans have been dreaming of painting Democrats that way forever. Now the new TV star, the face of the party, the future of the party, as according to the guy who's the head of the DNC, is admitting she's a socialist. So right there, that's a miracle for Republicans. Secondarily, she doesn't seem to know the basic functions of her job. So um, she's she so, she a
1: step away from saying socialism is a social platform. Yeah, like she, yeah, she really does she not kind of really understand. And, and that was a very polite way to say that she's dumb as a rock. Well
2: <laughs> again, like
1: you know, I want to say maybe I say, I heard somebody say today and I thought it was uh, I thought it was an interesting comparison. She is uh, the Sarah Palin of the left.
0: Oh wow! It's not,
1: uh, you know, it's not as not as I mean, you know. But say, Palin remember had how more Sarah accomplishments at the time? Yeah, yeah. and everybody was See why
0: they would say that. Yeah, so.
1: and they were, and you know, you Sarah Palin, and you loved her at first. and Then the and you're like, <laughs> okay, well, wait a minute, that was the stupid thing to say, and that was a stupid thing to say, uh, and then it just kind of got really stupid <laughs> there at the right. end. Um, but. And Sarah wasn't stupid, and
2: I don't know if she's stupid. I don't think she is. Well, she may or may not be. I mean, look, if you want to give her a break, she's 28 years old, and she was working at a Mexican restaurant approximately 10 months ago. But she went to BU. Well, she she did go to BU, and you'd think she'd have a, a basic control of the of the her degree is in economics i know she doesn't seem to have and that foreign relations. Relations. However, foreign relations <laughs> she doesn't like, i don't no, know not, if she can find canada this on is a not segment <laughs> to defend alexander okay, yeah, that's not <laughs> what i'm doing here but what i'm saying is like you know 28 years old new to the media is it possible she's going to blurt out a bunch of stupid things you know in the first couple yeah. of years sure it's possible maybe she'll turn it around i think it's there's some ridiculous thing in the media where every time you uh, say anything bad about her first of all she jumps into immediate yes. victimization yes. mode she she is so quick to that button anything that you say she's oh it's because I'm a woman oh it's because I'm uh, you know I have a different I look different than you and, and that's ridiculous and the media has jumped in there to say well, Republicans are being mean to her. Um, it's because they're so threatened by her. I really do think that the idea of elevating someone who seems underinformed and someone who uh, is an admitted socialist is just something the GOP really likes. And elevating someone that you think you can beat is a potentially good strategy. However, it is also a very dangerous strategy, as I think anyone who is honest in the media or on the left will tell you about Donald Trump in 2016. They did the same thing. They said, you know what? This guy, there's no way he can win. Make, Give him all the attention. Show all of his rallies. Let's keep pouring all the attention on him. We want him to be our, our opponent. And then, of course, he kicked their butt. With Palin, it was the opposite, right? Like, they, they were able to elevate her as the face of the Republican Party. She didn't handle the pressure well at all. Um, and it didn't work. Um, and now, you know, I mean, it doesn't even seem like the Trump people like her anymore. Um, she kind of seems like she's completely disappeared from. Uh, the last
1: time I saw her was when she endorsed Donald Trump. Yeah,
2: and you know, again, like that's it's, it's, it works sometimes, it doesn't work others, but it is a dangerous strategy. The idea that it's about race and 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 whether she looks like us or has a different background is really ridiculous. You know, when she first won this election, there, she was she was Jenny from the Block. Remember this whole mm-hmm. pitch of her being from the Bronx, and finally they you kind know, people started looking into her background and find out found out that she was um, raised in Yorktown Heights, largely. Yorktown Heights is where I used to go all the time. My aunt lived there. I visited all the time. I was there for weeks and weeks in the summer when my, you know, when I would go to visit my relatives. Like a decent portion of my life was grown up in the same town as her. Like she's not foreign to me at all. I I you know, I I played with probably people who knew her family. You know what I mean? It was it's that ridiculous. Um, and it's, it's, it's such a... I probably stayed in hotels that where her family cleaned up, you racist. <laughs> that's oh. not what I said at all.
3: I, that's what I heard. I heard it. I, yeah. I, she, they <laughs> lived in an apartment. I was, I was, it was not a, you know... Oh, they lived aunt.
2: In a, <laughs> my aunt. My aunt. My aunt. So snobby. My aunt. My aunt, aunt I was putting lived. up my pajamas.
1: I had people come and take my pajamas and <laughs> put <laughs> them on me in my I stand by
2: aunt and pajamas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> me aunt and pajamas. So I can do that if you want. Um, but I, it, it, it's just, it's just, silly. One more example before we leave this. Um, If it was about someone, they can elevate Ocasio Cortez, right? GOP can talk about her all the time and elevate her in the media. If it was about not liking someone because they were uh, a female or they looked different, they could also elevate Kamala Harris. They don't elevate Kamala Harris because they're afraid of Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris doesn't seem to make constant mistakes. She's not blurting out ridiculous things. She's Same policy package as Ocasio-Cortez, but she doesn't say she's a socialist. She's a much scarier person. She threatens them much more than Ocasio-Cortez. If they can make it Ocasio-Cortez is the Democratic Party, that's a huge victory, at least in the short term. You know, she's 28 years old. She may wise up, but as of right now, it's a victory. It's
3: it's so rare, I think, to find someone that their, their ridiculousness matches their ridiculous policies. And that's the, the yeah. fascination the GOP has. It's mm-hmm. like, and that's, I know they get this. Because they try to do the same thing with George Bush. They tried to make George Bush out to look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, all nighttime television Try to make, the guy's not an idiot. He's a really smart guy if you've actually talked to him. Mm-hmm. But they tried to make him out to look like an idiot. Like, you don't even have to try. You just sit back and, please, goad her on. Let her defend herself. Just keep her talking. She'll just keep yeah, digging her to hole. Have a
1: conversation with her because we'd clean the floor we with tried. her. Any no, of yeah. us would clean the floor with her. She won't. Yeah, no, of course she wouldn't. Should, to
3: this day, she's, she's turned down every single request of debate I, that she I
1: would get. be very careful because she also has something, she has a very uh, uh, Vita quality to her. Star she, power, is that kind of? She, yeah, she has, I was a bartender. I, I was just yeah. a nobody. I, I'm just like you. And she can pull it off.
3: She's, and, if, if, all you need to do is point out that your story is the greatest capitalist success story ever. I know. Really. Like this, the 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 the, uh, the thing that you're uh, backing and, and defending, the system you want Evita would have destroyed what you became.
2: All right, we got to take our- a... a
1: vita vita vita.
2: But cutting through with star power is a big deal today. And you know, Tulsi Gabbard from we
0: We're just talking about Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Did you guys see the? article i saw a, a tweet to the link of the article that was like alexandria ocasio-cortez should run for president and dare the supreme court to stop her
2: they would they would dare it's a uh, constitution very
0: clearly written <laughs> yeah, that you have to yeah. be 35 oh
2: i will say if you can identify as a woman or a man or a dog or whatever else like why can't you identify as 35 when you're 28 oh uh, they already ruled on that well I thought that was in guy, a different yeah. country yeah. though yeah. yeah was that in a different country i yeah. thought that was here Whatever, try it again. <laughs> yeah.
1: Postmodernism, Only just try it
2: again time. until yeah. they say the right thing. And then, <laughs> and then say it's settled law.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right, so we have got overtime coming up.
2: Oh, I love overtime. Don't forget,
0: do you? Yeah, I don't. I'm
1: not sure that he loves it. I love it. I want to hear about France.
0: <laughs> yes. We still, sorry, Jason. These guys, they talk so much. We didn't yeah. get
2: it. Uh, Are we going to play the France video it? with Talking the France coming the up next? Oh, the right. oh my we could. would be we Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a Premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe.
0: Jason, let's talk uh, numbers when it comes to terrorist attacks in France.
3: Yeah, so uh, that's just uh, these are just mind-boggling. I said this before, but just in three years, around 300 victims of terror attacks. It's been out of control, absolutely out of control. And when you're looking at France right now, it really is like the, it's the not stereotypical, but it's the exact result of uh, the progressive policies over the past like 10 years or so. It's the European California with fewer people and, and and this is the result you get when you fail to listen to, to, to people on basically everything you get uh, when it's uh, economic, when it's uh, you know the uh, like crazy climate, uh, you know, uh, agenda, all that stuff, you get the yellow vest protests. So those are still going on for over a month, and they're still going to be happening this Saturday. I can only imagine what's going to happen now, because a lot of those protesters that were joining in, and there's tons of different, you know, uh, you know, people protesting for different things now, but was immigration and, and, and uh, Islam. That's what they're protesting over. So there was another terror attack yesterday. Uh, ISIS about I don't know like three hours after it um, released on one of their you know social media channels a picture of that area with a terrorist shooting the same type of gun into the crowd um, and they said it was it was it was actually pretty ominous what they said it was something along the lines of welcome to the season of surprises um, and they kept talking in the comments about how you know you're not going to know when it's coming for you you know during this you know Christmas holiday uh, so they ha- they didn't actually you know, claim it, but, you know, they're hinting very strongly that that it was inspired or dr- actually ordered by them.
0: Don't they usually, though, come out and say this was us?
3: Typically. Yeah. Typically. So it would be it,
0: weird that they would only hint at and it. And
3: even right? a couple of times they'll even claim it when they didn't do it. It just depends yeah, on yeah, Right, exactly. But, yeah. they aren't but, um, trustworthy anymore, and that's one of the downfalls. <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah. not really surprised. if,
2: yeah.
1: if you know. ISIS blows somebody up or shoots a bunch of people, that's not really a surprise. A surprise, ISIS would be, you know what? We brought you candy.
3: Yeah, (laughs) candy and massage. Switch it up. Switch it up. Surprise. Um, But um, the the entire attack went down at a Christmas market. If you're if you're going to Europe uh, at all during the Christmas season for vacation, don't go near one of those Christmas markets. Which is a shame because they're really amazing. Um, but this has been, I think, two years ago. I mean, remember in Germany, right? Can you live like that though? I, I mean, I, you know, not go near a Christmas market. I can't. I can't I live like that. They they already have insane uh, um, security at these markets because of the attacks that have been happening and the threats. I think it was yeah. I think I said two two years ago in Germany. You remember think, they drove a truck through, yeah, yeah. killed I think like around mm-hmm. twenty or so yeah, people. Is oh, that's awful. A lot of people. Is
2: that is the theory? Just they're targeting Christians and like because they're there celebrating Christmas. Absolutely. Obviously, that's yeah. the yeah. That's have what they doing? caught this
3: guy yet? Because I know they still haven't.
1: That's insane. They identified him as somebody who was thrown out of Germany um, because he was too radical. Not too radical for France.
3: Wow. Yeah, that's, again, that's what, do you, they are just asking for people to riot and protest. Like, when you hear that, I'm livid when I hear that. He was a radicalized Islamist. And they were like, come on in. I mean, how many more? I tell you what, Europe is, every single country in Europe right now, with the exception of, like, Hungary, Poland, and a few other people that have said, no more to this open borders thing they're literally pushing a boulder up a hill. I mean, and it is a heavy boulder. Yeah, it's They've not going to their... make it to the top. It'll roll back on top of them. It's exactly right. They, they, I can't remember the numbers on the amount of people on their terrorist watch list. I think this was in Germany. But it was absolutely insane. They didn't have, they, they were employing their uh, like their version of the CIA, their version of the FBI, everybody, and they didn't have the agents to cover all the different targets. That they, they can't. There's been how many millions? It's like around five million people have come in. Many of them, they have no idea. that They didn't even register many of them are just there but they're not doing a thing about it and if they try to do something about it immediately you're islamophobe and you're you know branded a racist and that's just the reality that they're dealing with now and people are getting pissed people people are sick of it it'll be
0: interesting to see how that um or if it if it does at all play into the um the discussion with trump and pelosi and schumer and Uh, shutting the government down over the border wall and everything like that. Because I'm thinking a typical American is looking at all of these things that are going on, you know, in other countries and saying, hey, guys, maybe we should not be advocating for letting everyone in because this is what happens.
3: There was a immigration think tank. Uh, a guy that was just tweeting today that um, went down to do research. I think he, I think he actually works for Texas, uh, like on their intelli- doing intelligence for Texas uh, on the on the border crisis. And he went down there and uh, he went down to the migrant caravan, and he took a photo and video inside a bus where they were shipping this group back to like Costa Rica or something. Do you see this? Mm-hmm. They were. It was around 20 people uh, from Lebanon. Uh, other various other places from the Middle East, Bangladesh, uh, other places. No, they're not from, they were not from South America. They're coming over from the Middle East. They're coming in from other places in Asia. I mean, absolutely insane. No one talks about that. But this is what happens when it gets out, you know, in the news that thousands upon thousands of people are rushing the United States border and some will actually get in.
0: Right. Uh, <clears throat> Stu, a German road has been repaved.
3: <laughs> yeah, this is, this
2: is uh, pretty cool. Um, there was a little bit of a spill in Germany. Um, it was a chocolate spill. And now there's chocolate all over the road, and it started hardening like a coating. And oh. I thought, if you ever want to get Glenn back to your Christmas party, <laughs> oh God, that you just pave the road like this. He'll follow oh, it right into your arms. Oh, well, it'll take me a while to get there. I'll be a little
3: late.
2: <laughs> uh, it's oh, like, wow, is that fantastic? And it's German chocolate. There's something really oddly pleasing about these, like, giant food spills that happen out of big trucks every once in a you while. You think like that's like,
0: pleasing? I, I hate it because I'm like... Oh, it's just been wasted.
2: That's true. Although you don't eat You're anything other than lettuce anyway. It. What are you? It's true. Mm.
0: It, actually, I do eat chocolate, but it takes me probably an entire month to get through one candy bar because I just take a bite a day. Shut okay. up. Just a little,
2: is, oh. <laughs> a little Shut up. Shut I started up. wanting to make fun of Glenn, and now I've turned totally turned yeah. around. Let's, let's go. <laughs> <get, let's laughs> gang get her. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Let's see what we have here. Uh, actually, I want to bring up one more thing. Did you guys see what Mika Brzezinski said?
2: Oh, no, Mike Pompeo, this is an interesting comment. This is something because I, I remember Don Imus saying this over and over again and used to get in trouble for it all the time. I mm-hmm. wonder if Mika will have the same trouble.
0: Yeah, let's let's I don't even want to preface this. Let's just watch. Uh, I understand that J- Donald Trump doesn't care. Heilman makes a good point. He doesn't care. But why doesn't Mike Pompeo care right now? Are the pathetic deflections that we just heard? when he appeared on Fox and Friends, is that a patriot speaking? Or a wannabe dictator's butt boy? And oh dead my serious, gosh. I'm asking, are these the words of a patriot?
1: He's debased himself, he once again has undercut the conclusions of our I, I intel know, yeah. community. Um, Somebody with not very quick reflexes.
3: Yeah. Right. Oh my
1: gosh. Well,
0: well what's funny, uh, first of all, she's so serious yeah. when she's asking, and she says, this, I'm being serious here, I'm asking a serious question. No, you're not. You just no. asked if he was a wannabe butt boy. I mean, that's not a serious thing. <laughs> oh shit. And then did you hear what Joe said right after that? No. He's debasing himself.
2: Oh, he's doing hmm. he's doing that. He's
0: debasing himself. Okay. So is she
2: getting any flack for this at all? I mean, I I don't are you allowed to seen say any. that?
0: I mean she did she did tweet. She someone tweeted her and she said, uh, oh, there no, totally no. agree with you. Super bad choice of words. I should have said water boy, like for football teams or something like that.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. If she, if this was Sean H- let's just say Sean Hannity on know. Fox says this. Oh, that's, that they're pulling they pull all us. of his sponsors, and then he issues the same tweet, and they gang yes, up on him and say, no, it doesn't matter. Because you, you can't, can't, can't apologize, apologize if you're, exactly. Yep. yeah, oh, yeah. she's
1: not a, she's a but pirate. That's what she is. <laughs> B- Pompeo's from the water countries.
2: <laughs> they're pirates. <laughs> oh, all all right. Boys
1: no, but pirates.
0: Uh, yes. Yester- Yesterday's poll question, do you believe Google shows a bias in its filtering of content? I'm disappointed. Only 89% of you said <laughs> <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think 5% of you said slightly, I guess. I it's, would...
2: it's interesting, though, because I think most conservatives do believe that. Yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, there's certainly evidence to show there's that there's evidence. shady, shady material going on. However, we, you know... The marketplace says something, too, and the fact that almost everyone uses Google for their search terms all the time, including conservatives, does kind of make a big statement on how, no, how it's, important they think it is. That's
1: actually not, because why? you can't
2: Bing. Duck, duck right, Go is like pretty ask, good. Ask Jeeves. Dick Duck Duck Go is pretty good. I've never heard yeah, of that yeah. before. I've heard. See, of it. I okay, know. but I've you know never why? heard of it. Why I've heard of it because so every time we do a segment on Google, we have twenty <laughs> listeners who call. You should try <laughs> duck, duck, duck Go. go. <laughs> and when you try it, it is good. But then I gotta change the search thing every time. Oh it's my like, gosh, that's it's hard. hype. It's like a lot of letters, more than Google G O O G L E. It's so much faster than D U C K. You know,
3: mean, it's just too. here. Thank you. It's actually scary because if we if if all. All conservatives agree that, and then they still use the still service. Like, they like, imagine Google's probably thinking, how far can we push this? How, yeah, far, how far can we will. push this?
2: New world. Exactly. Right. Charlie Warzel made this point. And I think we talked about it with the Facebook thing, that the, the in-home panopticon they've just developed and just put in everybody's homes uh, if you want to buy it like Facebook's in the middle of these, these things where they've let everyone down on privacy and everyone knows it and everyone's angry about it and they feel confident enough to come out with a new camera with a, with a yeah. screen in your house that just is on all the time. Yeah. And people are like, yeah, let's do it. They just know, <laughs> like, they, they, the market is teaching them that they can do this stuff and, and continue to do it and we will continue to go back to them. And they're right, we do continue to do it over and over again, and I'm the worst offender. That's
0: what I was going to say, says the guy whose yeah. best friend is Alexa.
2: She's awesome. She is awesome. <laughs> she always knows the weather. Oh, Hey, Alexa, what's the weather? Oh, now you screwed everyone. Hey,
0: Alexa, play Ed Sheeran.
2: Oh, uh, no. today's, poll question, no, really
0: today's poll question. Are you in support of a government shutdown to address border security problems? Let us know on Twitter. That is at The Blaze. What do, what do you guys think?
3: Quickly. Absolutely. Anything that shuts the government down, hey, let's have more of it. <laughs> yeah. right, I, mean,
0: I mean, we I'll don't the, really I'll seem to be terribly I'll affected.
3: I'll shut the when government, government down over this down. Little <laughs> piece of broccoli. No. Actually, yeah, it's
1: not broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
2: I'm, you I'm really have never eaten possibly. broccoli, <laughs> have you? Because that is not actually broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, I don't know. I think politically, it could be a, a bad move. I mean, the border wall is not a popular policy. Even I mean, even among Republicans, it's not overly. It's not all that uh, popular. Um, and to his base, it is. And obviously, I know we all care about it. But I, you know. I don't know. I think it's probably not a good idea, politics-wise, but you know, it is an important issue. It needs to be dealt with.
1: I'd like to see Trump try it because if anybody could get away with it, it'd be Donald Trump. Mm -hmm.
3: Anywhere where a border wall has gone up, it's uh, it's decreased illegal immigration by around 95 to 99 percent. Yeah, so they are effective, definitely.
0: All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys tomorrow. About
3: that (laughs) five percent.
2: Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start
1: watching today.